Welcome to On Top of PR with Jason Mudd, presented by ReviewMaxer. Hello, I'm Jason Mudd, your host for On Top of PR, and today we're doing what's called a solo cast, where it's just you and me, and we're talking and sharing advice and information about public relations. And today I want to talk to you about the five questions you should ask yourself before you do any corporate communications, whether it's an email or uh, a website or a news release or a media pitch or a memo to internal staff uh, or a letter to customers or even a social media post or a blog post. Uh, these are just five things that we have figured out over the years that are very helpful to ask. And I think they're worth sharing with you so that you can be kind of holding your team and yourself accountable to doing the best work possible, uh, having something to kind of uh, measure and gauge against in a checklist as you do any type of internal or external uh, communications for your corporation, your nonprofit, uh, or your organization in general. So uh, first of all, I'm just going to outline what those questions are. For the so the first one is, uh, who do I want to reach? Uh, what do they know? What do I want them to know? What do I want them to do? And then lastly, is this helpful? And does this uh, help the audience either get better or does it make their get better their job, make their day easier? Is it helpful to them? So those are the five things I want to talk to you about. So let's start first with the first question, which is, uh, who do I want to reach? So this is really simply just defining your audience. Who are you going after? Who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to engage? This might be uh, a buyer persona, an avatar, a target audience, uh, but you really need to kind of think of who is it that you're trying to reach. And it really helps me to think of a real person that I know that meets this profile or this demographic or represents this audience so that I can write to them or communicate with them, whether it's verbal or oral, or excuse me, oral or written, if I think of a real person that is in this audience, it just helps me be a better storyteller, a better communicator, and a better writer. So I really visualize them as if either we're having a conversation or I'm genuinely writing just to them. And that helps it maintain a level of authenticity. So who are you trying to reach? Again, it could be a demographic, uh, it could be a persona, an avatar, um, or, and ideally you're thinking of a real person. But as you're thinking about demographics, you know, is it a male or female? Is it a mom or someone who's single? Are they a parent or a father? Are they a young person or young professional? Are they um, a more uh, senior individual? Uh, and this is especially true if you're thinking about B2B, uh, business to business communication, or even B2C, where it's business to consumer. Uh, communication. But you should always just kind of be thinking about who is it I'm trying to reach. And please, the wrong answer is going to be everybody is a customer and everybody is an audience because that's not true. Uh, you know, there even Walmart doesn't do business with everybody. There are people who prefer Target or prefer going to the farmer's market or a different store or shopping online. Not everybody is a customer of Amazon. So you really need to kind of, and, and by the way, you're not Walmart, Target, or Amazon, and you probably don't have the budget to be that to all people. So really kind of think of who is your target audience. Um, in fact, I was talking to somebody yesterday and they tried to tell me that, you know, everybody's their audience. But then as we started to talk more, it became very clear that new parents is an audience and people who are caring for the elderly uh, is an audience. And those are his best clients or customers or the best audience to attract. 
as well was the income level that these people had. So as we talked further, it became very clear that the higher income these families and households are and the home they own, uh, the more valuable it was to them as a customer. And while he has a product or service that is available to everybody, he really should focus his PR, marketing, communications dollars on those ideal customers. So think about that a little bit. Uh, the second question is going to be, what do they know? And I promise you, it's okay for the answer to be, they don't know anything. They've never heard of us. They've never bought from us. They're unfamiliar with our brand or our company or what we stand for. That's a much better answer uh, to be that transparent and, and, and clear than it is to come up with attributes of your company of which they don't know. So for example, the same person I was talking to, I asked them that question. I said, well, what do they know about your company today? And the answers were that we've been in business for five years. We have, uh, or three years, I'm sorry, uh, and uh, five star reviews on every website and that we're the best in the business. We get a lot of accolades. All of our customers are happy. But you know, I asked him, I said, do people really know that or are we getting ahead to what you want them to know? And he was getting ahead to what they want them to know. And as we talked more, he said, really, what do people know about his company today? It's people who have done business with them are very happy and they know that. But he wasn't going after those people because he told me that the people that do come back uh, to buy from him again, they probably only need to buy once every 10 years. Um, unless there's been an event in their life uh, that has caused them to move. Um, so uh, candidly, uh, every 10 years is when they can do business with him. And so clearly the audience doesn't know anything. Uh, the target audience doesn't know anything about his company. And that's okay. Now the audience might know a lot about your company, your product, your service, your organization, your point of view and thought leadership. Um, and that's good too, but we just need to establish what I'll call a baseline of what people know. And if you don't know what they know, then that's okay. You could do some research uh, and, and do some market testing to figure out what people know. But for the most part, I find that uh, people have so much real estate in their head that they're willing to devote to your brand or their familiarity with your company and organization. And I think you just have to be really candid and, and really honest with yourself as you're reflecting upon that. Then the third question is, um, what do we want them to know? So really, what are you trying to communicate? There's a cliche, I don't know if it's true or not, um, but I hear in the military, they tell you, um, tell them what you're gonna tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. And, and I think that's kind of the point of this is really think about what is it you want them to know? And I'm telling you, you have to prioritize that. It might be just one thing, maybe two or three, and certainly no more than five things. But I just, I'm a big believer in doing things in threes, being clear and concise, um, being uh, smart or being smart and brief. Uh, and I think for you to expect an audience to consume, retain and um, work with or apply uh, more than three messages at once is probably going to be too many. So when you're thinking about what do you want them to know, keep it simple. Um, K-I-S-S, -S, KISS, right? Keep it short and simple. Uh, and that's my best recommendation to you. So when you're thinking about what you want them to know, it might be you have a new product. It might be that you're doing a, a recall. It might be that you've made a mistake and you're apologizing for it. It might be that you've got new hours. There's new ways of running your business due to COVID. Um, you might want to check out the episode we had recently with uh, Firehouse Subs. And they expressed that the one message they had to get out there was that they have uh, 
uh, to-go orders and you can call ahead of time or you can order through your app and pick up in store. And they realized that a lot of people just weren't thinking about that. They might know that you could call in an order and pick up in store, but they just felt like they had to remind people and push that out there. And it might seem obvious, but what happens again, going back to real estate, people don't have a lot of real estate in their mind. They don't think about, or well, a lot of real estate in their mind for your brand. They're not thinking about you all the time. They're not thinking about you as much as you would like them to. So you really have to carve out that real estate and, and plant those messages and plant those seeds. Um, the next question is, um, so we already figured out who do you want to reach? What do they know? What do you want them to know? Now the next thing is, what do you want them to do? Right. And so you really have to think about what is it that I want them to do? And that might be uh, like we mentioned earlier with Firehouse to uh, order ahead of time through the app or through phone. It might just be downloading your app. It might be visiting your website. It might be uh, catching our podcast or vodcast, reading a blog post, signing up for our email list, attending our event, vote for our candidate, uh, donate to our cause. Um, write to a congressman or share a post on social media. There's a lot of call to action, CATs that you could offer, uh, but you really need one clear call to action, one clear step or action. Um, it could be as simple as follow us on social media and then maybe you list out a few of the social media platforms that you're active in. Uh, but I will uh, tell you that you know you have to be careful about offering too many options because people have analysis paralysis or you'll just give them too many decisions and they can't, you know, they can't move. They don't do anything. They're uncertain or they, they, they're not sure where to go. Um, you know, very similar. If you're thinking about social media, you know, it's okay occasionally to post maybe on Facebook and say, follow us on Instagram or follow us on YouTube um, or connect with us on Twitter. But if you're constantly pushing people on Facebook to Twitter uh, maybe they don't like Twitter. Maybe they don't use Twitter. Maybe they don't prefer Twitter. So be careful. Uh, try to stay native to the platform you're on and offer them a way to engage with you within that same platform instead of transferring them to uh, another website, another platform, and maybe even have to create uh, yet another account. So when it comes to what do you want them to do, just think through strategically what's easy for them and balance what's easy with them with also obviously what's best for you and what gets um, you know, gets the action you want them to take uh, across that finish line and gets them to take that action. If it's easy on them, that's probably better. So I would always think about what's the easiest action we can ask them to take. Then the last question, the fifth question is, uh, is this helpful to the audience? Does this make the day better for the person reading it? Does it make it easier for them to do their job? Does it make them better at their job? Does it give them a way to save time, save money, uh, get more done, uh, look good in front of their spouse or their significant other or someone that they're trying to impress? Uh, does it put money back in their pocketbook? Uh, does it get them uh, the access they need or the solution that they're looking for? Basically, whatever you do should be helpful, uh, whether that's insightful content, content uh, whether that um, just makes them better. So with anything you're communicating, don't be selfish. Don't make it all about you. Put the spotlight on the audience. Put the spotlight on the reader or the viewer or the audience that you have uh, been trusted to uh, engage with. But you know, a lot of corporate communications is, is all about us and the company and the people, uh, and and it, it's it's kind of uh, candidly it's it's, it's kind of selfish or self-serving. And instead, 
reposition it and make it uh, valuable uh, to the audience, build trust with them. Uh, we were having a conversation recently uh, with, with a company about LinkedIn, and I just kind of explained to them, I think we've talked about this in other solo casts, the idea of the first level is to build awareness. The second level is to build trust. The third level is to build consideration. And the last one is decision. And a lot of times people reach out on LinkedIn and they want to, you know, they're jumping right to the decision phase. And it's just like showing up, um, you know, at a, a bar or a restaurant or a social event. You find somebody very attractive and you just walk up to them and you propose marriage to them as opposed to starting from the beginning of building awareness, introducing yourself, starting a conversation, then moving from that first initial awareness on to building trust and then building consideration of, of do I want to spend more time with this person? Do I want to get to know this person more? And then lastly, maybe you propose uh, going out on a date or, uh, you know, after a significant amount of time, you know, propose getting married. But I think a lot of times we have this mindset that we've got to jump straight to a lead, a close, or a relationship, or an engagement, or a contract, or a transaction. And so uh, I think you've got to be put on a lens or a mindset of being helpful first. And once you have secured their uh, uh, awareness and visibility, then it's about trust, then it's about consideration, then it's a decision. Uh, when I'm consulting with companies, they're like, you know, hey, how do we get, we need to get X number of leads right away. How do we monetize uh, our investment in PR? How do we monetize our investment in marketing? And again, it starts with a funnel. You've got to know how many leads do you need to get to a closed deal and then start working on leads and go have those leads go through that funnel. Like I said, awareness, consider, or awareness, trust, consideration, then decision, right? And if you try to move too quickly, you'll lose trust. Uh, if you try to move too quickly, you'll alienate audiences. It won't come across as authentic and it'll come across candidly, consciously or subconsciously as too eager. Uh, people will be skeptical. Uh, maybe even a little bit of uh, desperation might show. So there you go. That's uh, five questions to consider before you do any corporate communications. And uh, I think this is a helpful list in your personal life when you're communicating with your loved ones, your family, your friends. Uh, your children, uh, your spouse, uh, your neighbors, uh, or when you're negotiating, you know, buying a car or anything, you can use all of these elements uh, and really think through each presentation you make, each conversation you have, each written communication you have. Uh, everything, again, from a media pitch, news release, blog post, email blast, uh, website page, landing page, uh, et cetera. So I hope this was helpful. Uh, thank you for... Um, you know, listening and, uh, and watching this if you're on YouTube or somewhere else. Uh, if you have topics you'd like us to discuss on this show, please do so. Uh, please submit a comment and um, we would love to have a comment of what you'd like to hear from us, like a, almost like a DJ taking requests. We take requests and would love to hear them. Also, if you like uh, this episode or you like what we're doing, uh, please be sure to share, uh, subscribe, and or leave us a review. That'll really encourage us. But more importantly, it'll help more people find us who would benefit from this same content. Again, this is Jason Mudd with Axia PR, uh, your host for On Top of PR. Thank you for watching today. This has been On Top of PR with Jason Mudd, presented by Review Maxer. 